Hello everyone, welcome to How to Stay Married So Far. Um, if you're listening on a podcast, we also put this up in glorious Technicolor vision on our YouTube channel, Nadia Sawala and Family. So you can just see those sort of asides and looks that we give each other. <laughs> great devotion and love and... Mm. Fury. And if you go over to our YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell so that you can know always when we upload a new film. So, welcome everybody. Um, sorry I look as rough as arses. I was going to have you don't a... look rough. You look au natural. Well, a bit too au natural. I, I was keep gonna, grabbing I was gonna... you in the kitchen and trying to snog you. But I was going to tart myself up a bit, but then I just really couldn't be bothered. We're shooting this on a Sunday afternoon, I just couldn't be bothered. Mm. I'm making myself beautiful on the inside with mm. my green juice. Yes. So, well, I know what this one is about today. Sometimes I don't. And sometimes yeah, we've she been surprising each other recently. But, uh, with we both had a shared sort of epiphany today, didn't we? Explain it. Yeah. So um, things have been a bit crazy here in the house for quite a long while, actually. You, we've been overworking. We we because we do a lot of our work from home. We have not been switching off at all. Mm. And added to that, over the last couple of weeks, all sorts of things going on with our girls, which has been a bit upsetting. Yeah, buffeted by family issues. So we went for a walk this morning. The house was filled with teenagers. So it was like, oh come on, let's just get out of the house. Let's take the dogs early. And we were a bit sort of irascible with each other, weren't we? And it was like muggy and it was like, Ugh. anyway, went to get a coffee. The coffee place was closed. Yeah. So then we thought, oh, God, walk past the skate park. Oh, I love to look at the skate park. Didn't really look at the skate park. Driving ourselves, walking, 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 making the whole thing really another sort of work thing, really, walking the dogs. Yeah. Anyway, we sat on the bench, didn't we? I said, let's make ourselves just sit here and have five minutes Mm. properly so we can talk. I'd say the word that we're looking for here is stress. Yeah. And so we we ended up having this conversation about how, because of all this stress, and it was so funny because I said to Mark, you know, I mean, it's coming between... What did I say? I said, it's, we're not getting on, it's coming between us. Your face was... Yeah, no, it's quite a major one. What do you mean it's coming between us? What, are we splitting up? You still say that. After 14 years well, of... I might man, be in the body of a 47-year-old man, but at heart, I'm still a boy. In fact, yeah, yeah, you did. I'm still this boy. You looked like... Oh, putting a lovely photo up there if you're, if you're listening on podcast. Yeah, you did. You still sort of thought... You were I went like into the... a panic... Well, but can, can I just qualify that? Whenever I sit on a park bench, I always remember kissing my first girlfriend on a park bench. So as soon as I sit on a park bench, the fragility of love kicks in. I know. I'm the same because so much went on in the park. Breakups, get-togethers. Has, yeah, that's where you looked at the yeah. boys. That's the first time I tried to unclasp boys. a bra happened on a, on a bench. And we weren't in a bra unclasping situation. And that stressed me out. Right. So he thought he was in a bra unclasping situation. No, I said I didn't think I was in a didn't. bra unclasping. Yeah, so I, so I said, you know, and I think it's coming between us, but it was a heavier, it was heavier it was than really I meant heavy. To. No, but it was so heavy, I almost heard a, a tree fell it and sounded it landed. Like, it sounded like I'd been thinking for ages ago, there's something between us, you know, but it yeah, wasn't Yeah, it was just that. like that. It was just... It was just wrongly expressed. What I was trying to say is, and I don't know if any of you... Well, I know you will. I know everyone will identify... Anyone in a relationship will identify with this. 
We got to that point where we were so stressed that we're barking at each other all mm. the time, and being around each other wasn't Snappy. actually very pleasant. No. Was it? No, there was one point where you took my blueberry muffin out of the door and handed it to me and it crumbled and went all over the car. And I would be lying if I didn't say I wanted to garrot you. Yeah. You know, so that Which wasn't natural, really is it? about wanting to that, garrot me. That was about taking the stress. So we've both I was been upset about, barking at yeah. each other a lot. Da, da, da. You know that thing that you can get into? And I think it's one of the most destructive... Okay, big rows. Nobody wants big rows. But I think... It's one of the most destructive things in a relationship. Because we've had lots of couples counselling, because we've been together a long time, we can get to a point where we go, actually, what are we doing? But we've got us thinking about people that maybe haven't had any couples counselling. It's still really hard, even with the couples counselling. We might just share some of the stuff on how we get out of that, that sort of loop that you can get into. Because I'm a bloke and I quite like to be focused, are we talking about bickering as the subject? Or are we talking about stress? Well, we're talking about the fact that because we've been stressed, we've been picking on each other. But I can see why you've got a bit confused because we've gone off on one. Well, you haven't said the word stress once. But you have so many times that I haven't felt the need to. Ah, you see, this is a little example of how we start to niggle at each other. So go on, you take it away with stress. Uh, Well, I mean, stress manifests itself in different ways for different people, doesn't it? I mean, um, you say that when I'm stressed, the entire household knows. And you think... That when you're stressed, no one knows. That, that is not actually... Oh, right. Rule <laughs> one, page one of how to have a happy marriage. Don't always write the script for your partner. I'm because not writing I the script. I don't actually think that, Mark. I do think that when I'm stressed, it, it goes through that. I think, as a family, we all traditionally... Th- I mean, we both... Look, we both have, have and had in different ways, and our, our careers and jobs are very changeable over the, over the years, but we both have had extraordinarily stressful situations where you're responsible for incredibly complicated things and you're dealing with so many things, and this is separate to family. Um, and so there's, there, there was a period of time where I was eternally stressed in, in a work scenario, running the business and everything, and it, it became the sort of the credo that dad is stressed most of the time. You know, he's stressed when he's driving, he's stressed when he's at home. I was always... I'm disagreeing with any of No, I know you're not disagreeing with any of this. And there are moments... You do go from zero to 100 pretty quick. Yeah. But I find you really, really, really stressful to be around. Well, this is what we got to on the bench, wasn't it? We both said... Oh, that was it. I said, I don't think we're very good for each other. That That's was the it. line. Well, what would you make of that? That was the line. You went, what do you mean I was fitting up? But what I meant by that is... That we are both stress addicts, cortisol addicts, adrenaline addicts, all the stuff that mm. comes when you stress. And when we're in that, neither of us are good for each other because we irritate each other, we wind each other up, and then we bite at each other. Mm. And then it becomes really horrible for us and actually anyone around us because you can literally feel it crackling in the atmosphere of yeah. the house. And <clears throat> what the gist of this podcast is, how does one... Go from that when you're getting, you're really stressed and you're taking it out on your partner to just trying to find an equilibrium again. Well, I think, it, I mean, in terms of people who are in stress, I'd say that most of my other relationships were constantly stressful. I, you know, there's the stress that you can experience as an individual. So there's my stress, there's your stress. We both experience different stresses from different situations. What, you know, so some will be around the children. Many will be around the children. A lot will be around work. Things will be around, I don't know, finances, families, extended families, constant source of stress. Um, genuine upsets. The, 
But then there can be the in, internal stress of being in the family. So just no one's actually doing anything wrong, but it's quite stressful mm. functioning as part of a family. So, for example, I find I probably get stressed by so many different things because I was an only child. That only child. He's holding his photo up again. Um, you know, I get very stressed by things that wouldn't be stressful to you, say, where you're quite used to kind of a lot of noise and a lot of activity and a lot of kind of, you know, you would call it multitasking. I can do multitasking, but you can, you know, you can have a lot of stimulus, stimulation going on in lots of different ways. And, and I can find that quite stressful and it makes me want to sort of run for the hills. So, you know, I'm I think- finding it more and more stressful the older I get. I want some quiet. There's never any quiet in this house. But I think where problems creep in for couples, and I think this is where our major problems have been over the years, and I wonder if this is the case for any of you guys, is that we assume we know what's going on for the other person, or we we choose to think that if the, the other person is stressed and is behaving in a way that is disagreeable or isn't pleasant or whatever, we simply react to the disagreeable behaviour rather than actually taking a step back and trying to understand where it comes from. I mean, I think you've been very, you've been, you've been very good in understanding of it. I think I would put my hand up and say, I'm very quick to just think, oh, she's in a stressful, she's stressed, rather than why is she stressed? Yeah. I think men do do that. And I yeah. think that is a little bit, if I'm honest about agenda, a little bit of the little boy kind of, well, what about me? You know, why are you stressed? You know, it means that we can't just sort of have a laugh and be, you know, be fine. Why, I just wanted a nice evening. Yeah, it was like, absolutely. And I can see how annoying that probably is. But... Yeah, I mean, I re- very you really stress me out. When do I stress you out? <laughs> Most of the time. Well, you just said that we were bad for each other. I mean, I still haven't recovered from that. We're bad for each other when, when we get stressed, like any two people are when they get stressed. What's the worst stress? When, when am I at my worst? I think it's that... I mean, it, I, I think it's very similar to me when I'm at my worst, is I think that we, we're big characters... So we, res- we react a lot. Mm. And I think we need to listen and respond more and react less. Mm. I mean, I don't want us to become really zen and really... But I, but I just think... At the mo- I feel at the moment I'm getting massive headaches. I feel like we haven't got any zen. I'm getting headaches because we're always at this pitch. No matter what happens, whether somebody comes in and tells us, oh, you've left your milk on the doorstep, or whether somebody comes and said, oh, somebody's just dropped dead by the bus stop, mm. we give the same amount of reaction... So that we're like, the whole time. But can I also say... I mean, no, let me just push you on. If you think about that conversation that we had with Maddie earlier today, every single thing you responded in the most massive way, didn't you? Yeah, because I felt like my children were under attack. No, no, I know, but, but, but they weren't. She was just telling you funny stories, but yeah, you were reacting. But I was feeling defensive. Like, you, like we were all going to war and you had to do incredible things. Well, I so, do think that for men it's kind of, it's quite difficult. I think because men, I mean, I'm not being gender specific here, but I, be, I think because we haven't got other things to battle for, I think it's where sport's very useful for men, to, as stress relief. I mean, stress relief is a massive thing, isn't it? How do you get your stress out of you, hmm. running, whatever it is? Well, I think, I think, I'm going to tell you something now you don't know. Well... So, you know, at the weekend when I was in Glasgow... Yeah. I got a call from the girls. Right. And Kiki had had a phone call from somebody. Look at your face twitching now. What are you thinking or feeling? I don't know. What, why? You feel like saying, you're torturing me. Saying... Like, oh, see what how are you you're, feeling? I'm just trying to prove what how you you're feeling? overreacting. Yeah, well, because, because you're being really teasing. So, and she'd had a nasty prank call. 
Actually? Yeah. Actually? And I, so I said, okay, well, yeah, that's horrible. I said, but it's probably just a prank call. We used to do it when we were kids. You just dial any number and you phone up and you hear something. Um, and don't tell them I've told you this, by the way. Right. So, so I said, if it happens again, then that's a bit more worrying. And then call me back. I said, but, but where's dad? And they said, he's downstairs. Yeah, but I often am downstairs. And I said, well, why aren't you telling him? I was in Glasgow. Yeah. And they said, oh, God, because he'll just get so stressed and he'll really get over it. And he'll start saying, it's probably some terrible person that you know that is dead and went into no, this I whole diet. Hang on a minute. Him. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Whatever you think, that's what they feel. Do you think that might be? Because you do go from naught to a hundred. And you don't. Why do they always tell me everything first? Because you're usually... Because stuff happens usually when you're away. No. And you're on the end of a phone. They tell me everything first because they know you're going to go from zero to 100. They've told me that. Only in their defence. Of course. It's not from a bad place. That's what bads do. I know. But I'm just saying, you do go very high, very far. Oh, but this is coming from the woman who walked through the door, and as soon as you've walked through the door on your phone, there'll be this. Usually, there's this kind of conversation. She'll come in and she'll be on the phone, and it'll be like, "Oh my god, oh, you're joking!" And this is a conversation about the fact that someone at work has come off some diet and has started eating nuts. No, but and that level of stress in a normal conversation isn't. Normal. And it stresses me out. So when you walk in with your energy, it's stress energy. And it really, it throws me off. And then I get stressed when I want to, I just want to run for the hills. Hence why when we were sat on the pot bench today, I said to you, we are equal. Did I not? I said, I'm not sitting for... It sounded like you were splitting up with me. Hang on a minute. Did I not say to you, I'm not coming for a position of somebody that's doing this right? You just said we're bad for each other. Mark, come on, don't. I didn't, I say to you, I'm not coming from a position of I'm doing this right. I'm saying we are both equally going from one to a yes. hundred too much and then we're taking it out on each other, we're biting at each other and our stress is manifesting itself in a negative way in our relationship. I feel a bit sad though that the girls didn't feel they could talk to me. <laughs> so crisis was kicking off upstairs and the safest person they were with they didn't feel they could turn to. Because you do get you overreact. Well, if someone's you go prank into... calling them, it's going to be some little shit, isn't it? Who well, that's exactly, with. that's what they thought. Yeah, they yeah. Find their number, call the police, 141, whatever it is, get them on the phone, FaceTime them, yank them down, down the station. What the hell are you doing? Sort them out. Who's your parent? Get them, yeah. Like yeah, my nan. So like my nan. That's, that's what... not stress. That's just effective parenting. Yeah, well... I said to them, it's probably just one, it's probably nobody you know, and it's one number. If somebody calls back, then it is somebody, Obviously nobody they ever call back. Oh, well, there you go. So That's we didn't good. need to go from one to 100. Okay. There are many times where they also say to me that they, they don't feel they can wholly open up about certain things with you, because you, I think they feel stressed around certain subjects with you. So they'll, they'll feel sure. stressed around, they feel a great, I mean, I know we've talked about food and what have you, but they do feel a burden of responsibility. They don't want to let you down. And I think it's very sweet. And I'm very bad. I'm a classic dad. I let them indulge and da 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 But they get a level no, of stress. No, you teach them to binge as soon as I've no, left the house. Oh, my Mom's God. out. Let's get a load of shit and eat I as much as we talk, can. Yeah, they'll I'm talk to me about this. eating Doritos, but they won't, they won't talk to me about... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll come to you to binge. Good for you. 
But you bring a different type of stress into the house. I of might course, get stressed. darling. Know. I am 100% saying... So what are, are you 50, most stressed 50. about? No, I'm saying to you we're 50-50. But this podcast is about how do we not behave the way we are on this podcast? <laughs> but we're behaving like it now. We're doing it now. We're doing it Does anyone now. else do this? I do think one of the... I mean... There are periods of time where we get so irascible with each other. Where because we're becomes, so stressed. Because it becomes... Is it because we're stressed? Just because we're I think we don't take enough mindful other. moments. It's like we were saying, you know, if the dogs are barking or they're wagging their tail, we're like, what do you want? What do you want? We, we're, not, we're not taking time with each other. We're not saying... That's why when I came in from the park today, I thought, I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to say to Maddie, tell me everything about your evening last night. She had some friends over. And she did. And I listened. A couple of times I wanted to get up, I wanted to do things. And then when you came in and she told you it all again, I sat and I listened to it again. It was really nice. And it's those things that will stop the bickering. Because everything is, is when you're stressed, everything that your other partner says or doesn't listen to or you don't hear or you have to repeat becomes like a way of releasing your stress. Bah! So we bark at each other to release our stress. It's a stress. form of stress relief. Yeah, it's a form of stress relief, exactly. And stress relief within a marriage, that's not a good way to relieve stress. But it's I would by go, barking at each other. But, I, I would go, but then sometimes when we, when we have these kind of conversations and these blow-ups and we, build, we get to a sort of critical moment where it's like, oh, hang on a minute, yeah, we've got to get a bit more zen and a bit more... These are the points at which I get a bit nervous because I then these are the points at which I'll start to get a little bit stressed. more private. Oh, you yeah, say No, stress. I get more stressed because I think, well, I'm not going to share as much because sharing it is a huge... But That's not what I'm saying. No, 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 that's not what you're saying. But I'm talking about how I make myself right. stressed. I think... Sometimes stress is an addiction. I think we are addicted. Oh, we're both addicted we are addicted to stress. To stress. We like, we actually hormonally like the shot in our arm that we get. Cortisol from and it. adrenaline yeah. are two free drugs mm. that we create in our own body. Cortisol and adrenaline are only supposed to be used when you're running for your life. Go back to my but point. But in the about... Western world, we use it all the time. Exactly, for anything. and I go back to my point about how you know men—I can talk about men specifically because I am a man—haven't had that whole thing of having to sort of literally fend for your family's life, yeah. fend yeah. for food, or even yeah. in my grandfather's generation, go through the bloody fear of being blown up. To war, you know, mm. all of that stuff. So we have a sort of surplus of yeah. stress energy. That does get focused into work and phones and, and social media, or just this pointless, you know, stuff. And and yet it becomes, it builds, it builds, it builds, it builds. And I do think, you know, it's that classic thing of you take it out on those nearest to you, don't you? Yeah. So if, we, if we're talking about how to stay married, and what, I think what we need to do now, next, well, I think we've established all that. I think what we need to do now is talk about... I'm really stressed how, right now. My heart is pounding. If, if some people are listening to us and they're in a relationship and they are really identifying with what we're saying and feel like they're stuck in that loop with their partner where they're they're taking it out on each other how can they break that cycle well the first thing i would suggest is that as soon as you get you're both back from work or from whatever it is you're doing that day once you're you're back at home in a situation where you can afford each other one one to two minutes without any distraction and I mean that with the kids it could be that the kids are you know it's a point where they are allowed to be on their phone and talking to their friends on social media or they're playing a game or they're doing something they're doing the homework or whatever but you get two minutes and we do you do do the thing that we used to do to work argumentative subjects out which is let me hear what you're going you've how your day's been today mm. 
Just let the other person talk. Don't comment on it. Don't, you know, just get them, let them share. Even just say to them, what's been stressing you out today? Because as soon as you start to talk about it, we do that sometimes, you know. Well, like this morning when you woke up, we were still in bed and you said, I've woken up so stressed. Mm. And for the first instant, I thought, oh, don't, because I feel really stressed. And I thought, well, actually, no, I did wake up. I'm actually all right. So why don't I just really ask? Mark, what's really the matter? Yeah. And we had a big conversation about it, and you yeah. shared with what you were feeling, what you were stressed about. Yeah. It did, it, of course, it didn't magically disappear. Well, no, because we got to the park, and you told me we were bad for each other. <laughs> it didn't magically disappear. But I think, yeah, I think that's a good thing. But I think also, if you want to get that conversation started, my advice would be is to not go in with it with anger. So like today, when I was talking to Mark, I said, listen, you know, we just I think we're stuck in a bit of a rut at the moment where we're stressed, and we're equally taking it out on each other. Because if you start a conversation in a marriage relationship, which we did for years, by going, you're really pissing me off, or da-da-da, the, the only thing somebody is going to do is defend themselves. It's human nature. Who wouldn't? Mm. Whereas if you say, I'm struggling a bit, do you feel like you're struggling a bit? What do you think we can do about it? That's a good opener. I've got a real issue that for me is a, is, is, is a problem in, I think, quite a few relationships. I don't think it's necessarily that much of a problem for us, though there are times where I assume it is. And this, this could be a little example of where I write the story I think it's, is happening. Where I think a bit of competition comes, you know, comes in, in st- about stress. I think in a lot of couples and in a lot of households, not just among, between couples, but tw- between parents and their grown-up children, there's almost a sort of badge of honour. The more stressed you are, the more you're working hard. It's like they often say, I always remember I'm researching this idea around bullshit jobs and what parts of work is necessary and what parts of work are rewarding to yourself and where it's actually written anywhere that, you know, you need to work for someone in the way that we work for people. You know, it's not about not being productive or earning, earning a keep. But, you know, the way in which we, so many of our jobs aren't necessarily worthwhile. And... Um, you know, apparently, if you if you laugh at work, you're considered to be not as productive as someone who doesn't laugh at work. If you're more stressed at work really? and you're at work for just simply longer hours at your yeah. desk, which is why people always leave their coats on their chairs, you will be seen as more productive, even if you are doing absolutely nothing at that desk. And so I do think between couples, there are times where I sometimes worry, and we've had some really bad arguments, where I've thought, hang on a minute, I know you're stressed, but there's a sort of value judgment sometimes, I think, and I'm going to put my neck on the line here and say, I think women genuinely think they have more stress to deal with than men because they're mothers, as well as working in whatever job they have, and there is an assumption that their stress, or your stress, is somehow more valid. And I think it's kind of almost a taboo to even say that, but I think it needs to be said because I think a lot of relationships buckle under the stress of that, literally. I think, I think couples compete about everything. I'm the most stressed, I've had the least sleep, I'm the most this, I'm the most that. I think, it, I think that comes into... Because there's a lot of dissatisfaction, and like you say, people don't listen, people don't respond to each other. Mm. So I, 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 think, I think there's truth in that, definitely. And I think because women do naturally do more of the nurturing and the feeding and the clearing and the cleaning and because they do all of that stuff and they do tend to multitask more I think that there does become a martyr thing can slip into that yeah but where if you as a partner want to actually help the woman in the in the relationship be less stressed it's not actually wanted you help 
isn't actually wanted. Because uh, the, excuse me, no, I quite like it. Because the big... Yeah, but hang on. You're, again, if you want to pull the hair out of the shower, but, you yeah, can but, do yeah, it. I've pulled hair out of that shower Mark, many times. the first time you pulled hair out of the shower was about six months I, ago. Okay. And it was like a revelation. Okay, you if you want to go out in the garden and pick I've up 65 up bags of dog yeah, shit, you do go dog and do it. I do hair. Well, then don't pull in the, don't pull in the no, quid quo pro. what I'm saying is... I do all the washing. I wash everything. I don't ask you to wash... you wash your stuff. I wash all my clothes. A lot of men don't wash any of their own clothes. What do you want? A round of applause? No, I, I don't want a round of applause, clothes. but don't you sit there plucking the old hair down the old shower no, what I'm sitting. saying is, what I'm saying... Listen, let's not have a round I feel so stressed. Competition of stress. You see, already you've illustrated the very thing I've said. You've, you're getting competitive. You've got gonna, competitive about you've stress. You've been pointing that felt tip at me for the last <laughs> three minutes, talking about how bloody fantastic you no, are. No, I haven't. Really annoying I haven't women said... Are. Don't stop. Oh, why, why do you do that as soon as Mark. someone says that? Mark. Why do you do that? Why do you do that? Watch this say, back. Yes, watch, just you watch say this that back. so many times, and when I do watch it back, I think, oh, that's more than reasonable, Mark. <laughs> more than reasonable. Okay, so what's your point? Don't do that. I will sit here but silently until is, you remember what my point was. Well, the point that you're, you're making is that. that women don't want to be helped out. I'm not saying all situations. women. I'm not saying all women, but I do think. I, I think there's. I like to be unwritten. helped when I'm stressed. I would love it when if I say, "Oh God, I'm really stressed." You went, "Oh God!" Instead of going, "Oh God, what about?" You actually went, "God, how? Why? What can I do to help you?" Well, of course I would try and help you, but equally, but I'd say the say same I thing. I don't back. want you to help me when I'm stressed. Oh, oh. This is not a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're not helping anyone. People want to see that listen, we're just like them. We, we're just like you. There's nothing to see we're just and like nothing to hear. Yeah. We cannot help you because we cannot help ourselves. And by, her, by all accounts, on the bench earlier today, we're not good for each other. So we might not be on the bench together You're next week. You've said that so many times. I'm going to go and clean all of your hair... Out of the shower. That's right, I did it yesterday. And then you, there. okay, well then you can go into the garden and clean up all the dog shit. Go on. Are you feeling proud of yourself? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> so, I feel so much more stressed at the end of this than I did going into it. Yeah. So, sorry, we've been as good as bloody useless again. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> If you've enjoyed this, we'd love it if you left an honest review and rating and uh, please subscribe so that you never miss an episode.